Hey everyone, this is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody, to AM Reviews. It's Muhammad and Adrian. And today we're here to review the Netflix original film, The Adam Project, starring Ryan Reynolds as Adam Reed, Zoe Saldana as Laura Shane, Jennifer Garner as Ellie Reed, and Mark Ruffalo as Louise Reed, and also one more main character, Catherine Keener as Maya Sorian. But essentially, this film was about after accidentally crash landing in 2022, time traveling fighter pilot Adam Reed teams up with his 12 year old self for a mission to save the future. So what did you get from the film? The Adam Project. So I um, I really like this movie. I didn't think uh, I mean, I, I had a feeling I was going to like it. Um, I did not think I was would have liked it as much as I did. But um, I thought it was pretty well thought out. It was funny at parts. It was emotional. Um, a lot of reflection in the movie. If anything, I think it could have been a little bit longer. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Um, I, I did enjoy this one. Um, I liked it more than I thought I would. I did hear some good things about it. I think it's been out for a couple months. But I think it is pretty good. Um, Ryan Reynolds, he does very well in his role. Um, not too many jokes, you know, like he did in Red Notice and some of his right. other films. It was just the right amount. Um, Zoe Saldana, I liked her in, in this movie, but she wasn't in it that much. Um, and in a way, I can kind of recently connect with this, you know, just having a son and that, that father-son yeah. relationship, so... It was a really nice story. Definitely. And talking about not, not wasting time, right? Um, living in the present and, and, and enjoying it all, right? That was a, a, it was a heartfelt theme. I didn't think this movie was going to go for, but I'm glad it did. I, it was more than just action. Yeah. Actually, the action doesn't really come around until about 30 minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but it is pretty good. I liked it. Now, we do get some people who have played in superhero films, especially Marvel ones. You know, Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool, Zoe Saldana. Um, what's her character's name? Uh, uh, Gamora. Gamora. Uh, Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. Yeah. Um, all, I think, really good casting. But not really a fan of the villain here. Um, no, you weren't. And that's Catherine Keener. She's playing Maya Sorian. Um, especially when they show, you know, there's time travel in this movie, and they show a younger version of herself. Yes. I'm just like, wait a minute, what that that does not doesn't look right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did look a little bit like um, something from the early 2000s, but you know, I guess well, that's not the reason why. But <laughs> Netflix didn't have that Gemini Man money, so. Did Gemini Man have the Gemini Man money? I... 
I thought it looked great. I'm going to say Marvel level money. It, I think I mean, they, they do it the best. Yeah. Um, I think if you're willing to spend the right amount of money, it can look really good. Um, but I don't think it was necessary. They, I don't think they had to put her face on a younger person. Was it a whole different person? It did look like it. I mean, that's got to be it. <laughs> I mean, she was smaller. I was just saying she got a little thick and she got a little <laughs> So, <laughs> I mean, the way the face was moving is almost like it was trying to catch up with her body. I was like, this, like, as soon as I saw it, like, something's wrong. There were some times I felt like she's a floating head, you know, and she trying to make a deadpan serious face. Um, as soon as I saw it, I was like, there's something wrong with this. It, it wasn't like um, Justice League Superman level. Nowhere near that. No, it's, that's just inexcusable. But um, I noticed it. And some people might not notice it. I don't think it's like awful, like so bad that it just ruins the movie for you. But I did notice. And I just think it's unnecessary. They could have put like, I don't know, some makeup on her to make her look younger. Um, Yeah, they didn't have to go to CGI route. I agree with that. Yeah, unnecessary. Could have saved some money. Um, But overall, I think it's a, pretty good film um for the most part of family film now they, they do have yeah. some language in here but it seems like they hold back at times i don't they know do. i don't know if that's for rating reasons or it is rated pg-13 i think i did see that um, yeah and i think i think the level <laughs> of it that matched up i mean even from the way they were you know the fight scenes um the deaths they didn't really <laughs> they you know like comic book or video game deaths yeah um that is right this this movie did feel very video game like yes yes and that could be part of the intention right um given that's how he kind of grew up how he got so big, good at being a pilot you know uh, so and we didn't spend too much time in the future either most of it was present day 2022 and then 2018 um so we didn't have you don't have um you know terrible cgi of futuristic scenes and stuff that doesn't make any sense or you know they just alluded to things do we even see the future i think we do we well i guess we don't (laughs) the only part of the future we see is whenever he's running in the first two minutes but even that that's in the sky so you don't really see anything so i guess you're right we don't really see it which i think is good we have to the imagination yeah we didn't have to but um before we get into the story, my problem with the villain is, I mean, we don't really know that much about her. I mean, she's mainly just power hungry. And um, right. It's unclear it. how evil she is. <laughs> yeah. Is she Hitler level evil or is she just, you know, cheated to get rich? Pretty much. I mean, she's just a political person yeah. who wants a lot of power and control over everything. Um. But that's really getting into spoilers. <laughs> yes. But um, let's go and get to the story. So we start off in the future with um, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, you know, he's flying this futuristic jet. And then there's some kind of time jump where he goes through this portal and he ends up in 2022. And 2022 for him is the past because he's from the, the, the year 2050. 
-hmm. And um, we kind of get some background with his younger self, um, played by Walker Scobell. Um, Really not fitting in with anybody. Um, People think he's a nerd. He has a really big mouth, um, really gets him into trouble, and he gets beat up all the time. And um, it's causing friction within his family with his mother. His father has passed away, um, Mark Ruffalo. But, you know, he's going through his teenage years. And, you know, you know, that time when you start giving your parents some trouble and um, just not listening. But, you know, she's doing the best that she can trying to raise him right. while also trying to do some things for herself. And, um, you know, she's trying to go out one day or one night with a friend from work. Um, and just leaves him there at home in this really beautiful house. At first, was. <laughs> I was looking at that too. I was like, no, I'm just looking at this house because of what's going on with me. It's not that special, but it was a very nice house. Yeah. Um, I was thinking, like, how, how does she afford this? Yeah. I mean, I was we, really we thinking. We don't even that. see the whole house, uh, we just see the kitchen and the living room. No, me too. It's very nice. Yeah. Looks secluded. You know. Yeah. They, they have this huge yard. I mean, I don't think there's another house in the area. <laughs> I mean, they is they pretty much it's like living in I don't know, in one of those California houses, those really big mansions on the the mountainside. Right. Where you, right. you just got the whole place to yourself, that whole area. And it's That's unclear what, it looks like. what she does for work. That is right. We don't really know. No, but um, I kind of got my explanation later on with the father. You know, he yes. was a scientist who was um, into uh, time travel and, you know, science things. Quantum and I guess physics. he just had a lot of money. Right. Someone paid him for being smart. Yes. And he's a professor. Yes, he's a professor. Um, we don't really see that much of him in the beginning of the film. I think we just see a few pictures and um, he comes up towards the end. But um, just to get back to the story, uh, the Ryan Reynolds from the future, or actually Ryan Reynolds himself, (laughs) (laughs) Adam Reed from the future, um, he goes to his house in the past in the, um, I guess like a, what, do you, what would you call that? Something like a... A shed. But it's better than that. <laughs> it's just a rich people shed. Yeah. Uh, it had windows in the door. It's like a second um, house. Yeah. <laughs> workshop? A garage? Is that what they called it? Maybe. It's, it's like a workshop. That, that's not a garage. It... <laughs> but shop. anyway, it's shop. Yeah. He goes in there, <laughs> try to fix himself up. But at the same time, his younger self catches him trying to um, fix himself up and he's like who are you and he's going to try to call the police now for me myself I, I don't care what that stranger says I'm I'm calling somebody right like right. who are you you just in my house like nah I, I don't know who you are I'm, right. I'm calling scream like, run home to mom I don't know if anybody can hear him there's <laughs> no houses around <laughs> I mean it, it, they're secluded Right. Like, the police would not get there in time. No. 
Um, Helicopter in. Where's the security? Where's the alarm system? It's the shed. It's it, it's. They should have security for that whole place. Like there, there should be like some kind of dome-like thing with the technology that his father built or something. Like he should have had that set up already. Like he's he Tony Stark. He wasn't Tony. I was just about to say he wasn't Tony Stark. He was just good at science and math. But he's worked with him from another timeline. I mean, that could fit in this movie. <laughs> in an ulti- but hey, what it right? There's no such thing as multiverse, right. right? Well, he's just trying to, you know, break the fourth wall. But um, yeah, I mean, you, you got to have better security. Um, but they pretty much catch up. He tells him he's him from the future. And, you know, don't talk about this. Um, but he pretty much breaks all the rules, the, the prior rules from other movies that we've seen right. with time travel. Don't meet um, yourself. Your your mind will explode. Yeah, really, he shouldn't have gone there. He could have gone anywhere. Right. <laughs> I mean, we wouldn't have the same movie, but he could have gone anywhere. Um, but, you know, he starts reminiscing, catching up. Um, seeing what is how his mother is um because the older adam reed brian reynolds feels like he treated his mother pretty badly at the time and he pretty much did um gave her a lot of trouble but um he starts to catch up and reminisce while also trying to heal himself but the people that shot him in the beginning of the film are still after him um now, I guess they have the same technology. They, I mean, really, I think they should have caught up a lot sooner. They should have caught up sooner. And when they did, they have all these weapons and technology. So they fight him one-on-one, <laughs> hand-to-hand combat. Take Awful. turns. Right? I mean, I was thinking, like, okay, this is just necessary because it's the movie. But they could have just shot him. They could have <laughs> just shot him. It would have been over. Right? Where are the magnetic handcuffs that I'm sure you have? Right? Yeah, they really could have ended it pretty early. And those guys in the suits, they're terrible. They they can't fight anybody. Right, and they're wearing armor, but his punches are doing fine against them. Like he's knocking them out. And they disintegrate pretty easily. And I, yeah, it's, so I'm guessing like when they're killed, they disintegrate, maybe die in their natural timeline. I thought that was interesting because it's not really necessary. No. I think they they could have just died right there. <laughs> so it was yes. weird. And I was like, is the suit teleporting them back because they're not well? Did they die in poof first because their future? Is that what happened? Why would it happen like that? I don't know. <laughs> I thought that was just their way of dying at first. But then we see towards the end where, you know, something happens with the villain and that same right. thing happens. Um, it's almost like a way of not existing anymore. Uh, that's how I took it. I, yeah, I guess. I feel like I understand it more for the villain situation um, than I do for the people who just died in a regular situation because they should have just died there. Yeah, Their future is in the past and they die there. So like, are they going to poof back to the future to die on a plate? Like... I don't know. 
yeah, it, it was strange. Disintegration didn't make sense to me. But that's, and they're invisible. They have invisible tech. Why don't they just stay invisible? And 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 there were several times I was just like, this. He shouldn't be able to win. Why? <laughs> why are we doing this? Yeah. Um. I mean, they they have a um, the the jet that they fly on. Right. It it can it has a cloaking technology that they can easily sneak up on them. Um. Because he had the same thing. Um. They pretty much had all the same weapons. And somehow we're just stupid. <laughs> I don't. I don't see why they didn't just kill him. I don't. I don't know if they, did they say that they wanted to take him in. Well, they said it the first time. They said we need to return you. But I think after that he got away that first time, they went in for the kill. But they were using very non-lethal force. <laughs> I mean, I I think that they could probably easily get away with killing him. Just yeah. saying he got killed in action or something like that, right? And then give him a medal of honor or something. You know, just give him a, um, make him look like a hero <laughs> to everybody back at home in 2050. But um, yeah, those those uh, guys in suits are pretty bad, kind of like the guys in Star Wars. I mean, if uh, not worse. <laughs> at least they useless. shot the guns. They missed, but at least they shot. Yeah. Uh, well, they do kind of get them in a corner. So up until this point, you know, they're, they're, uh, Adam is reminiscing with his younger self and um, seeing all those things, um, kind of giving him some life lessons. And then uh, that's when the villains show up. They start fighting. And we also find out about um, Adam's wife, which is Zoe Saldana. Uh, he was searching for her. Um, she was in 2018. And that's where he originally wanted to go, but ended up going to 2022 because he was under under duress and, you know, didn't double check the time. So um, that's what he was looking for. And he thought that she was on to something and, you know, took this huge risk to go back and get her. Um, And of course, you know, that's against the rules. And um, this is when she shows up. Because he kind of gets back into a corner. She shows up and um, easily beats up all the guys. Um, I really don't. With the same training as her. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Just easily beats up those guys while they're talking, you know, and in the middle of catching up, they're beating up those guys pretty easily. Um, And just thinking about this, the head woman, what can she really do? I don't think she ever does anything. I mean, she she can shoot. <laughs> Anybody can do that. Yeah. The younger Adam can do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she really wasn't a, a physical threat very often. No. Um, but, yeah, they, they escape. Uh, start driving away. They send some more henchmen after them, but they still escape. And... Uh, after they escape them, um, Zoe tells Ryan how things were going, um, what she was really looking for, and what she found out was that uh, the villain, Catherine Keener, she was using time travel 
to go back in time to tell her younger self to, um, you know, buy this for uh, th- to get ahead and get rid mm-hmm. of these people so you can climb your way to the top pretty easily. And we pretty much don't see that or see it confirmed up until the end, towards the end. And that's when you get that floating face. Mm. <laughs> it was a little bit jarring. I was like, wait a and minute. And maybe it was because there's so much CGI going on behind them in that final scene that it was just computers working hard. Yeah, but I meant like when they when they when, when she first shows up, it's kind of yeah. like a dark room. Right. I'm like, what what's wrong with her face? Like one of those holograms <laughs> they do, Whitney Houston and Tupac. <laughs> I was like, there's something wrong here. <laughs> but um it wasn't that bad. Um uh, but pretty much, yeah, she was illegally using time travel to benefit herself. So the future her went back in the past so she could, you know, be successful. Um and that's pretty much the the whole motivation to stop them. And um Oh, also, Mark Ruffalo, so Adam's father, um, he died. And that was because Catherine Keener, she killed him. Um, I'm trying to remember the reason why outside of. I didn't I didn't get that, that she actually was one that killed him. Okay. Oh, wait, no, no. Okay, I'm wrong. Sorry. He died yeah, in they, a car it accident. Just a car accident, yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. Car accident. But she was the biggest funder for his yes. technology. And she used his technology to um, pretty much invent time travel. He pretty much had everything laid out. Right. But he died and then she took off with that. Um, I don't know why I connected that, like she killed him. But. I think that would have been like a very sinister thing, but probably would have been like a whole another 30 minutes of like figuring out how to make that make sense. So they didn't do that. Just natural. Yeah. Car accident. <laughs> yeah. Car accident. And, um, you know, she took the opportunity to capitalize on that and, um, you know, build herself up. I mean, she, she, I guess she was already a pretty big businesswoman. Right. She's already rich. Yeah, already had the money, but I guess that was also from Intel from her future self to get that money. At some point, because she she was funding the research from the beginning, so she had some money to start off with, which is unexplained why she's rich. She's just rich. Yeah. Um, But you would think that her future self in some way would still be able to go back in the past and make it happen, even though the technology hasn't been built yet. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I'm just trying to make sense of it. It's possible. <laughs> um, and then I'm trying to think what else happens. Um, yeah, as always out there, she, she pretty much tells Adam, um, we need to stop time travel from being invented. Right. Only way to stop her from going back and being an evil person, which is really unclear how evil she is, but um, it's just delete it. And he's like, no, we can't delete time travel because we'll never meet. We met in the program to time travel. And she says, I know, but maybe deep down, we will still know each other and find each other. And, you know, 
this won't be the, this won't be the end. So they agree to do that. And um, they're, they're attacked by the future uh, police. I'll call them and, <laughs> um, and the villain and she tells him to run, take the kid and herself and run and I'll fight him off. So she did sacrifice her life. Yep. She died. Or, I, I mean, I guess at least we evaporate. think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I guess evaporate it back to her timeline. Because we do see, a, a, we, we do see them later on. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he time travels to 2018. No. Is that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, um. That's when Mark Ruffalo, the father, is alive and, um, you know, at the height of his um, technology, you know, it's just about to take off. And um, he's like, you know, got to explain this and, you know, explain this to our father and then, you know, get out. We don't need to try to catch up and do all these other things. But they end up doing that and kind of telling him some things. But in the same process, uh, Mark Ruffalo realizes that his son kind of felt a certain way towards him. Um, the Ryan Reynolds, see, he looks at him and, sa- and sees that he didn't spend enough time with him mm-hmm. b- because, you know, he was always into his work, into science and time travel. Um, but he was pretty much saying well, Ryan Reynolds told him, like, you need to spend more time with your son. And I can relate to that, you know, because you can never get that that time back. Yeah. Because time just flies. Um, but then after that, I think the time police, they catch up with them. Because um, they're trying to destroy the, the device for time travel. This big giant. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know <laughs> what to call it. Um, but it's huge. They're trying to destroy it. And then right. the time police catch up with them and say, nope, we're not going to let this happen. So we're going to try to kill you. Or we're actually going to hold the youngest Adam hostage. So if you kill or if you um, destroy this, you're going to end up dying. Right. Um, and there's, you know, some back and forth, a standoff. Catherine Keener, the villain, she's she's got a gun. <laughs> and she's right beside her younger self and she's like hey you know shoot her kill her or kill him yeah kill mark ruffalo um and then he's like you know i'm just gonna still stand here because i'm, I'm gonna protect my son or my sons and then um well this, this i haven't explained this yet but well, while they're try- doing a, like a, a standoff the time travel device is kind of blowing up. It's blown up on itself. And everything that is, I guess, a certain type of metal is, right. is magnetized. It, it's kind of like very, very cinematograph that, you know, the logic is only logical if you don't think about it too hard because it's an electromagnetic field that this thing is living in. It's been breached. It's broken. Um, so metal things being attracted to it. In the beginning, because like all metal things, like the buttons and the jacket even, are being flung towards it. But, but the weapons aren't. The guns not. And 
you know, what you were getting to was she says, you know, pull the trigger, you know, fine, I'll do it myself, meaning the older version of the villain. And she shoots, but the bullet being made of steel or the steel core sucks it towards the magnetic field, um, piercing through the younger version of her, making her disappear. And effectively, she killed herself um, by accident. But that logic doesn't quite add up. If the magnet was that strong, then the gun should have flew out of her hands the moment the thing was breached. <laughs> metal doesn't decide to be less magnetic inside other metal. Like that, that's not how magnets work, particularly if it's that strong of a magnet. It should have been sucked out of her hand. The, 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 the lightsaber, um, all, the, all the weapons should have been sucked over the glasses. Um, so they're picking and choosing what was being sucked in there for, for dramatic effect. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, that, that gun definitely should have been sucked away. I mean, yeah. I was kind of thinking that. Um, actually, I thought about their clothes more because I was thinking, well, yeah, they probably got some metal in their clothes, but right. I guess it's not Zipper for that, that kind of metal. I mean, yeah. but... <laughs> I mean, anything was sucking up TVs and chairs and desks and some weapons, um, buttons on shirts, all kinds of stuff. But bullet will wait. <laughs> wait. But I mean, that that machine was powerful enough to stop a bullet from shooting somebody five feet away. Mm-hmm. To redirect, to redirect the bullet straight towards itself, the um, the device. I mean, that's a pretty strong magnetic force. Yes. <laughs> to stop a bullet. Um, but you know, yeah, she kills herself, and um, they pretty much play catch at the end. They they catch up, throw the ball around, and go back to their time periods. And um, we kind of get an ending with all of them. Um, Mark Ruffalo catches up with his family at the time, the younger Adam and his wife, um, Jennifer Garner. And then um, we see the young Adam, the 12-year-old one. He catches up with his mother and um, pretty much um, shows more emotion towards her, you know, trying not to be as uh as a troublemaker and then we see ryan reynolds the oldest adam he meets zoe saldana for the first time and um that's pretty much the beginning of their relationship but um i think it wraps up in a nice way some things don't come together but i think it's a pretty enjoyable movie Yeah, definitely. I think it was enjoyable. And even at the end, you know, whenever Mark Ruffles' character is like, yes, spending more time with you, I'm sorry, you know, I do love you, all these things. Um, it got a little emotional, playing catch outside um, for the last time for, for that set of, of, um, of Adams. So, because he's <laughs> passed away in their future. So um, it was a nice scene. It was very touching. Very nice. And then the way it wraps up after that with um, him still meeting his future wife in the exact same way. So it was 
a very nice way to wrap it up. We don't get to see how the future is changed as far as, you know, her not existing. Does time travel still exist? Does, is someone else, you know, take, did you cut the snake off at the head or did another tail grow or however it goes? Um, we don't know. It's left for imagination. But as far as Adam's story, seems to be wrapped up nicely. Yeah, it it, it definitely does. Um, that was a really good scene with them playing catch, you know. Um, because really, I think it takes the the simple things that your son wants, like playing catch, going outside, um, things that you take for granted. Right. But um, as far as the the ripple effects from that lady dying, um, I'm not sure. Like there was some kind of presentation because he said that they met during a time where um i guess it was a the, the academy and it had something to yes. do with time travel mm-hmm. and he was that the person that was talking on stage he was presenting something i'm not sure if it was time oh. travel but that's true know. if the whole academy was about it is yeah it was unclear because that's when they met but did they meet and then decide to go to pilot school like how do you fall into being a time traveler right i don't know and how are you both the odds of you both being good at it like that i don't know i i'm I'm thinking it's something like being an astronaut or working for nasa yeah true something like that but the odds of a couple doing the odds of people who know each other getting that far and being successful i don't know highly unlikely highly (laughs) unlikely (laughs) but it's a movie you know it's it's got to work out had wrap it up. Had wrap it up in a hundred minutes. <laughs> so. Yeah, not a long movie, just a little over an hour and a half. Um, but I think that's all that's needed. I don't think this movie really needed to be too long. Um, I would have liked to have known a little bit more about the villain. Um, mm-hmm. it just seems like she's power hungry, and that's pretty much it. Right. Um unethical but is it really evil uh i mean is it i mean if you're killing people to do it yeah (laughs) definitely (laughs) i mean yes yes you're right if she's killing people i don't know why i connected her um her death or um, mark ruffalo's death to to her like she killed him or something. I think that you've given her more credit than she deserves because that would have <laughs> been an interesting plot point. That I was expecting that plot twist, like how to go with murder. It was Frank um, in the car accident. <laughs> That's that, <laughs> I was waiting for that flashback, but that didn't happen. No. Um, really, the only trigger she pulled was on herself. Right. <laughs> well, she did kill uh, the wife. Oh Yeah, that is right. But she came back, so it didn't matter. <laughs> You're right. It's a multiverse. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no. But I think this is a nice movie. Um, will it stand the test of time? I don't mm, think so. Probably not. It'll, <laughs> it's a passing fancy. Yeah. Um, on Netflix with some good names. Yeah. Um. But I would say definitely give it a watch. So let's give it a rating. 
Um, so the lowest rating is trash, middle is background noise, and the highest is a banger. So how would you rate the film, The Atom Project? I would rate this as a low banger. I thought it was really good. Oh, I didn't say this before, but it also gave me like, um, it, it gave me nostalgia thinking about Spy Kids for some reason. <laughs> Towards the end, when young Adam got the lightsaber and did a superhero pose and they got knocked out, um, it gave me Spy Kids vibes. And it, it, whether that's good or bad, I don't know, because the graphics, terrible, 3D, terrible. Oh. Um, but it, it reminded me of it. It was definitely watchable, good actors. Um, and a nice story. Yeah, it is a nice story. But I think Low Banger is a little bit rich for me. So <laughs> I want to go high background noise. Um, it's, it's definitely watchable. I think it's enjoyable. Has some really good jokes. Uh, heartwarming moments with father and son. And um, a, a pretty good all-around film. Maybe the time travel doesn't really come together all too well but um i was i would definitely recommend it yeah i would as well yeah so um i think that does it for us at AM reviews thank you everybody for listening make sure to check out our other platforms including youtube instagram and twitter which will all be linked in the description and if you want to send us a message you can click the message link to get featured on the show and thanks for listening